Hi guys, welcome back to Be the Main Character with Bianca. I hope you're having an amazing Thursday and I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I hope your week is going amazing. For me, it's Tuesday, so it's May 9th. I am in a great mood. A phenomenal mood, may I say, because today was my last full day of work. Tomorrow I have a half day and then I'm hopping on a flight. And there could be no better work day than that. Going in, doing some things, and then being like, sorry, gotta go on a flight. No big deal. I'm very excited about it. It seems very main character to me and I'm gonna live it up. What gives main character? The airport for sure. The airport for sure. It always has. No one knows who you are. Your outfit is usually 10 out of 10. At least mine is. I take my airport outfit comfy, casual. I think I'm going with like a matching set tomorrow. It's gonna be so nice out so I can wear a short set. And I'm going to be landing in Florida, so even better. Ugh, I'm so excited. Can read on the flight for uninterrupted hours. I'm so excited about that. My goal is to finish the book I'm currently reading right now during the Florida trip and possibly even start another book. The book I'm reading is about 530-ish pages, I believe, and I'm on page like 200. So I think that's pretty realistic. We're going to Disney, so if you know, you know, busy... Disney is not a relaxing vacation. It is a hustle attraction vacation. So the days that I'm going to Disney, I definitely will not be reading because it'll be like from opening to close, like go, go, go. I just know it, which is totally fine. So I plan to read on the plane ride there. Um, We have one pool day where we're not going to a park. We're just like chilling outside in the resort pool and then on the flight home. I can't read in the car to and from the airport because I will vomit. TMI, sorry. I get really bad car sickness. If I were to then, on top of it, read on the way to the airport, it would not be a good day for anyone involved. So we're not going to do that. But yeah, my goal is to finish this book, possibly start a new one. And for anyone curious, I'm reading The Things We Never Got Over, which is like a slow burn romance, and I'm really liking it so far. Um, it's very slow burn though, but I'm, I'm usually not one to like that because I get impatient and I just want to know what's going on, but so far I'm liking it. Anyways, moving on from that, happy nurses week to all my nurses that listen on here and to myself. This is my first nurses week, nurses day that I've ever gotten to celebrate. So it's been really fun. Um, my hospital I think is actually doing a pretty good job, um, you know, appreciating us doing little things for us and having different events throughout the week. Obviously, I'm going to miss a lot of it, but I'm not very sad because I will be in Florida. That is my nurse's week present to myself because taking your PTO is the best gift you can give yourself. But yeah, if you're a nurse, definitely appreciate you, appreciate the hard work you do, and congratulations for getting here. It's been a rough couple years for nurses and all healthcare workers, but this week we're honoring nurses. It has been a rough couple years. Oh my gosh, that leads me to my next point. Guys, when I come back, I don't have to wear a mask at work for the first time in like three years. That is absolutely wild. I'm so glad I worked in healthcare before masks were a thing, so I know what it's like. So it's not such a culture shock, but at the same time it is because it's been so long. And I've officially been at the hospital I work at now for two years and During that whole two-year period, obviously, I've worn a mask. I have not seen these some of these people that that I've worked with for two years without a mask. Um, Only a handful of people I have, and that's just 
crazy and wild to me. I mean, even a few years ago at my other job, I was wearing the whole getup. I was wearing a mask, the face shield. We had plexiglass around our stations. It was just crazy. I mean, it's still crazy, some of the things that we're still dealing with. But I'm just very excited that the masks are going away next week. And I don't have to COVID test patients anymore either. It's just so many changes at work are happening. And I'm excited. After I'm done recording this podcast, I do have a whole lot of things I have to check off my to-do list to get ready for everything for the next couple days. But I'm very excited. So yeah, I have to do laundry. I need to pack, which I haven't even started. I need to do like the shower. We gotta, we gotta get it together. I have to get my hair a blowout. Like, we gotta do the whole shebang. But I need to talk to my girlies on here first. Because that was most important, of course. I wanted to give you guys a little update on my May movement challenge that I had with myself. We are on day nine, doing good. I got up for an AM workout this morning, and it was amazing. 45 minutes, in and out. We did a little push day. It was perfect. Yesterday, I went to CrossFit with my dad. It's been going really good, and I haven't missed a day yet. And I just decided today, actually yesterday when I was talking to my dad, I'm switching up my workout split completely from what I've been doing for the past four years. And I'm so excited. And once I get more into a rhythm and routine of it, just to make sure it's something that works with me, I will share it with you guys for sure. But basically, I'm just going to be adding in more like conditioning, hit, rotation style workouts. Um, But like I said, I'm going to get into it a little bit, see how I like it, and then explain it to you guys on here. But I'm very excited for that. And yeah, we're on day nine, going strong. Tomorrow, I'm going to get in a leg day workout before um, I go to work and go on the flight and all of that. That way, I'm good for day 10. And then while I'm in Disney, I'll be walking a ton. And I'm going to be walking way over 30 minutes. So we'll be covered on that for those days. And over the past weekend, it was absolutely gorgeous weather out. I went to my parents' house for Saturday and Sunday. I was there on Saturday pretty much all day. Um, Me and my dad went and got coffee, and then I came home. We made breakfast, and then it was just so nice out. I just didn't want to leave, and then we went to the butcher and got meat to grill out, and it was just so nice, so I just ended up staying the whole day. And then Sunday, we went out for ice cream. It was just so gorgeous outside, bright. Oh, it was amazing. It was everything the seasonal saddie girlies needed in a weekend. And now I'm going to Florida. And when I come back, it's still going to be nice weather, which is so, so good. Because I wouldn't be able to deal with coming back to like cold rain or anything. I just don't think my mental health can take that anymore. But that is what I have for my life updates for you guys. I'm going to keep that a little short because I think this episode's going to be a little bit on the longer side. And I'm really excited to talk about this topic with you guys. So the name of this episode is going to be Romanticize the Mundane. In a world where we constantly consume other people's lives, routines, and their curated reality, let's learn how to make the most out of our own lives. I feel like with things like Coachella, brand trips, influencing, we're constantly saying, you know, why not me? Like, why can't those things be happening to me? Why can't I be on all these trips? And we kind of have like resentment and it's not necessarily towards these people and these influencers at least from my point of view I have no resentment towards these people these are their jobs this is what they do for work but then there are people looking at our lifestyles or people with not as you know people that aren't going on brand trips and Coachella and whatever just happened stagecoach 
um, someone else that may be homeless or struggling to find work and just afford life is looking at our lives and saying, why not me? So we're looking at the influencers or the rich or just people above us saying, why not me? And people that are struggling worse than we are or just having a harder time with whatever it may be are looking at us, which is just the normal classes and saying, why can't I be there? So I feel like we take a lot for granted. We lose the gratitude, appreciation, and value of the mundane day-to-day lifestyle, which by the way is completely normal. Normal nine-to-five job is totally normal or if you're in school, whatever it is, and you feel like it's just so average and normal, First off, having a job is a huge deal, and second, going to school is a huge deal or doing any number of those things. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about different aspects throughout your day and how you can romanticize each one of them. Okay, so let's start with the morning. So first, change your alarm sound or get a new alarm clock. Now, I'm not saying to go out and buy, you know, a hundred and whatever dollar hatch alarm. I do really love my hatch alarm, but I didn't get it for about two years after wanting it for the first time. So you do not have to go out and do that to romanticize your morning. You can simply change the sound of your current alarm on your phone. You can make it a song that you really like. I used to do this all the time. I used to switch out songs that I liked as my alarm clock and it helped me get out of bed so much easier. I like those iPhone sounds are just embedded in our brain to be like a bad trigger sound. And I feel like once you eliminate that, your alarm (laughs) becomes so much easier and better to listen to. Next is let in light or keep your windows open. So going back to the hatch, which I am going to talk about just because I do have it and I know some other people have it, my hatch is programmed to wake me up slowly over the course of 30 minutes by mimicking a sunrise. Now, this is really helpful for me when I'm getting up at 4.30 or 4.45 and the sun's not out yet, but if I'm not getting up at that time, yes, I'll still use my hatch, but my curtains in my room are sheer and my blinds only block so much light I mean I live right by the beach like the sun is bright and if I'm not waking up that early and I'm waking up closer to six the light naturally will wake me up usually before my alarm now I don't live close enough to the ocean where I can hear the ocean but I can hear birds chirping and this is especially better in the summer when you can hear like you know, those like weird bugs, you know, that sound on TikTok that it's like waking up on like a June morning after you just were on summer break or you like just started summer break. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you're on TikTok, that sound, that sound is what I try to mimic listening to in the morning by keeping my windows open. So that's what I would do if I didn't have a uh, hatch alarm. And it's still what I do. Even with my hatch alarm, I have sheer curtains that let in the light and I keep the windows open to have like those natural noises wake me up. It's just such a nicer way to wake up and I feel like the sunlight like that just can wake you up so much easier. Next one is getting up early to avoid rushing around and feeling frazzled. Allow yourself time to mentally prepare for the day. I've always been a person that likes to get up earlier than I typically have to 
because one, I take a while to wake up and adjust to the morning happening. And I obviously used to live with my family and there's seven people in a household. So if I wanted some alone time, I needed to be up early before work to have that time to myself. And even though now I live only with one roommate I still do this because it just gives me time to mentally prepare for the day and just kind of ease into the morning instead of waking up and just rushing all the time and feeling like I rush from the time I wake up until whatever time I finally get to relax I just let my morning be slow and calm and I just feel like I ease into the day so much better I promise you once you get into the routine of waking up a little bit earlier you're not gonna feel like you're quote-unquote missing out on sleep like I feel like a lot of people think I'd rather sleep more and be more rushed and get extra sleep than wake up early and be tired once you get into the routine you'll realize it's really not that bad once you're up you're up and it's not bad it's not really gonna affect you that much unless you're going to bed super super late just kind of adjust even by half an hour or an hour what time you go to sleep and what time you wake up and just watch how it'll drastically improve the rest of your day my next one is have a reward for yourself when you're waking up so something that you are waking up and looking forward to this can be a really good coffee a good meal so for me I love my Nespresso I love it. I used to never be an at-home coffee person until I got my Nespresso and now I look forward to it every morning and I also like iced coffee so I know that I have to get up and make my Nespresso and then put it in the fridge or the freezer in order to get it cold enough to enjoy over ice later for my work day so I know I have to get up and make it kind of pushes me to get up as well as a good breakfast. Breakfast is my favorite meal of the day so I always meal prep meals that I really enjoy for breakfast for all my meals but especially breakfast so I know I have something to look forward to next is have a skincare ritual notice how I didn't say routine because in the morning my skincare is very easy it's simple it doesn't have a million steps it's honestly for me it's cleanser ice roll and then I do moisturizer and sunscreen and that's it. But the part that makes it a ritual more than a routine is the luxury part of it for me, quote unquote luxury, is ice rolling. You can literally get a $7 ice roll on ice roller on Amazon or you can literally use ice. Um, I just like to do that because it makes me feel like I'm waking up, like I'm depuffing. Even if it doesn't do those things, it's just a nice way to start the morning with a feeling of self-care. Even if it's something small like that, you're romanticizing your morning. So the little things add up. Now, this next one isn't going to be for everyone, but the next one is movement, if that's what you prefer to start your day. But like I said, this might not be for everyone. For me personally, if I start out a day with a workout, I have so much more energy energy throughout the day and I'm just a happier person. I feel like I'm a better coworker. I feel like I'm more alert and on task at work. I just feel like overall I always have a better day when I have a workout in the morning even though when I first wake up I maybe like I just want to stay in bed but once I get up and get going it's so easy from then on out. It's just the getting out of bed part. Once you get over that hump the rest of your morning is going to be absolutely magical. And I was yawning nonstop in my workout this morning. I was having a great time, but I could not stop yawning. 
But like I said, I was really productive at work today. I got a lot of things done. I felt really good about the day. I knew that when I went home, I got to just do the podcast and pack and get ready for my trip. And I didn't have to stress about doing my workout. And I felt like I accomplished something right in the morning. Going off of that, another thing you can do is make your bed, which is another sense of accomplishment in the morning. It's like a mental check mark. You did something you were supposed to do today and it's a mini accomplishment. And it's like a mental high five. It seems so minimal to feel like you accomplished something in the morning, but something as simple as you know, drinking a glass of water or making your bed or going for your morning workout and feeling like within that short amount of time before you have to go on with your day that you accomplished something or you took care of yourself in one way or another feels huge throughout the day. And it's a little thing, but it makes the mundane amazing. And for each aspect of the day, I want you to remember your gratitude So the gratitude for the morning is you woke up today. You're alive today, living, breathing, moving human. Don't take that for granted. Okay, next aspect is the work day. So these kind of all bleed into one another and I'll talk about this later. But take time in the morning to get ready for the work day. Use the look good, feel good mentality. Now I've always been like this, like I said earlier, I've always woken up early and given myself more time to get ready for the day. And I absolutely love, especially if you're coming from TikTok, I love having cute scrubs on. I love doing something cute with my hair. I like to do a little bit of makeup. I'm never doing a full beat for work. Absolutely not. But I like to do something just to make myself feel good for the day when I'm interacting with patients and coworkers. Look good, feel good mentality. You can have fun with this. Get creative with your work outfits. Go on Pinterest wear things you haven't in a while, you know, go through your closet, have fun putting together an outfit for work. Next is get excited about new skills, accomplishments, or completing big tasks at work. Celebrate the small wins and the big wins while you're at work. Because little you at some point really wanted this job and was really eager about your interview and was really excited when they got the call back that they were getting this job and all the little things that came in your first day, maybe your first office or your first patient, whatever it is, little you, younger you, new grad you dreamed about being in this position and you're going to continue to learn and grow at work always, no matter your age or how long you've been, wherever you've been. So appreciate and celebrate those new skills. Next, appreciate work friendships. Now, this is not saying that you need to be besties with everyone you work with, but you're definitely going to form relationships and bonds with the people you work with. It's just inevitable and appreciate them. These are the people you see a lot of the time, sometimes more than the people you see at home. So appreciate this when you go into work and see a familiar smiling face. Have a good lunch to look forward to. I love this, okay? I am a huge meal prepper, as you guys know, so you know my meals are going to be meal prepped and look scrumptious for lunchtime, and I'm going to be looking forward to it if I'm having a rough day at work. And another accomplishment of the day is maybe you saved money because you meal prepped and brought your lunch to work, and you're proud of that. 
or maybe you've been trying to eat healthier and your boss bought you all pizza and instead of you know grabbing the pizza and just saying oh well you ate your meal prepped meal and you're really proud that you stuck to what you wanted to do next one is make your space yours as much as possible So what do I mean by this? If you have an office, I have an office at work, even though I'm a nurse, I have an office for patient calls and office calls and business calls for the hospital. So make, if you have a space like this, make it as much of your own as you can. So picture frames of your family members, friends, significant others, whatever, um, if you want sometimes offices let you bring in like diffusers with essential oils you can like have lavender going to calm down your stress and maybe if you like things really organized in a certain way organize your desk space if you don't have this things I did when I was on the floor and didn't have you know a desk space um you know you can make your stethoscope cute with the little stethoscope cuffs um you can kind of personalize your badge or your badge reel going back to wearing like the cute scrubs so wherever you are wherever you work or if you're a hairstylist and you have like a station like make your station cute whatever it is just make it feel yours as much as you possibly can because you're most likely going to be spending a lot of time here if you commute have commuting snacks or fun little drinks I commuted for school and I always had a snack of sorts for there and back and usually got a coffee Also, make the most of your commute by listening to podcasts you enjoy or audiobooks or make time to call a friend or a family member. Um, That way you don't feel so mindless on the drive or feel like it's a waste of time. You can use that time to enjoy other things. That way, if traffic is on the forefront of your mind, you can just be thinking, oh, I'm so glad I get to get through more of this audiobook that I'm really enjoying. And the last one is if you can take your breaks outside. If you can get outside on a nice day, especially in the spring and summer months coming, and you can get outside, get some vitamin D, get some sunshine, it's going to One, be really beneficial to your mental health, and two, it's going to increase your productivity, and it's just a good feeling to get outside when it's so nice out. I know it's sometimes really hard when it's so nice out to be at work and thinking of all the other things you could be doing with your time, but unfortunately, sometimes we're in that circumstance, and to make the most of it, we're just going to go outside when we can on our breaks and just appreciate that it's nice and sunny and soak up as much as we can while we can and our gratitude for the work aspect is I am so grateful to have a job that can support my lifestyle or I am so grateful for a job that allows me to be independent or it can be whatever applies to you and it's even more important to find gratitude when we've had a hard day at work and remember that we're still grateful for our job even in the hard moments. Next aspect is cooking and meal prepping. Probably one of my absolute favorite things to romanticize because it's not that hard for me because cooking is a hobby for me. It's something I really love. It's something I find as a form of self-care and I've loved it for as long as I can remember. So this is really easy for me, but I want to transport some of that onto you guys so you can love cooking and meal prepping as much as I do. Okay. First thing is scrolling Pinterest for new recipes to try that sound amazing to you. And the good thing about Pinterest is it's a visual. So you can look at the meals that you want to create or kind of gauge you know 
how hard is this going to be for me to make or does this look appetizing or appealing for me and the other really good thing about Pinterest is half the time if you tap on that picture it'll bring you to the recipe website it'll show you how many servings it makes how long it takes to prep um, the meals and it'll give you the grocery list like these sites with recipes especially on Pinterest are so easy to follow um, and they give you everything you need to be successful to create the meal on your own do that for a while make a little cooking board you're gonna love it a little meal board put all the things that look appetizing gorgeous beautiful that you want to fuel your body with which leads into my next one which is setting up the weekly menu you can do this virtually or you can do this on like a whiteboard or a chalkboard i've seen people do this on tiktok with big families they'll have like the weekly menu and each night they'll write down what their dinner is going to be or if like one night they're getting takeout that way they kind of know the lay of the land for the week also do this virtually on like a planner app or you could literally do it in your notes app and this also makes it a lot easier for me to grocery shop if i know what i'm having for snacks lunch breakfast dinner this way i don't overbuy groceries which leads into my next one which is the grocery shopping experience now grocery shopping may seem mundane to you but it could be an entire experience if you romanticize it because when i grow grocery shopping my treat to myself at the end is i am buying fresh flowers for myself Maybe this is your first time going grocery shopping for new recipes from the ones that are on your board on Pinterest. You're buying foods you've never bought before. You're experiencing new aisles. You are just having the time of your life. You're picking out fresh produce, the best looking produce you've ever seen. And you are just so excited to make dinner. You're in a cute fit. You have a little tote bag with you. You have your list. You have your reusable grocery bags and you're just having yourself a time in the grocery store maybe you have a little bit of social interaction at the grocery store you talk to someone new you make a friend who knows possibilities are endless so for some of us the grocery shopping experience is everything i just said and you absolutely love it you eat it up and you look forward to it every week now because you listen to this podcast or you were like that sounds like the worst thing i've ever heard if that's you, that's totally okay. I get it. I get it. It's not for everyone. I do urge you to try it at least once and see if you like it. Or you are like, I am way too busy to be doing all that. You think I have time in my day to socialize at the grocery store and buy myself fresh flowers? Um, First off, I just want to say you always have time to buy yourself fresh flowers. But I totally understand if you have a busier schedule. If that's you, simplify your grocery shopping routine by doing groceries on the go like gr a grocery pickup or do grocery delivery is usually not that much of an extra charge nowadays at grocery stores i don't know what grocery stores are near all of you guys but i know a lot of people from new england listen to this so i'm gonna give you guys some examples hannaford does hannaford to go and hannaford delivery hannaford to go i think is an extra like three dollars um and they will just shop all your groceries for you. Shaw's does Hannaford. Oh, <laughs> they don't do Hannaford to go. Um, Shaw's does their own pickup service as well. I'm not sure how much they charge. I don't think it's much either. Hannaford will also do delivery. I believe Stop and Shop does delivery. Target does delivery. And depending on your location, Whole Foods also does 
delivery. Oh, if your excuse is not having the time to go in-depth grocery shopping like this in order to cook said Pinterest meals, you don't have an excuse anymore. So now you can just pick up your groceries and it's really, really simple and it's a big time saver. Okay, now we're getting into actually cooking your meal. See how much I just made out of like the beforehand before you even start cooking of how many things you can romanticize and make this an amazing experience. I get really hyped up about cooking and meal prepping. Okay, next. Now you're home. It's time to cook said meals. I love, and I've only been doing this recently, and I can't believe I've only been doing it recently. Have a special drink for cooking time. For me, it's a Shirley Temple. I'm not even going to lie. It's a Shirley Temple. But for some maybe more mature people, it could be wine. It could be a probiotic soda. It could be a regular soda. It could be a diet soda. Whatever makes you happy and gets you excited and in the mood to cook, do that. Because now we're relaxing. Now we're in relaxing mode to cook. For me, I also like to listen to an audiobook or a podcast while I cook and just kind of shut everything else out. This can also be a TV show. Just do something to keep your brain entertained and going while you're just cooking. I feel like this also helps me stay on track and also helps me keep my focus and the motivation to wash dishes in between the cooking. Next, I want you to enjoy the process of cooking or learning how to cook and watch as the skill gets better week to week. Week to week, you're going to get more creative with your cooking. You're going to know how to season your food faster or you're not going to have to look at a recipe step by step to see how to do it. If it's one you've done before or one that you created on your own. I remember when I started creating my own recipes, how happy I was that I was just figuring out concepts that work together on my own. So not only are you fueling your body for the week, you're also learning and achieving a new skill that you're just going to get better and better at and be more happy with the results week by week. So if you have a significant other or family or your parents that you're cooking for, this can also be super nice for them and show them that you appreciate and care about them by cooking them a homemade meal. I think this is way undervalued and underappreciated and I think it's just such a nice thing to do for someone else. If you're just cooking for yourself, I want you to see this as an act of self-care. You took the time to go through this whole process, get your groceries, bring them home, actually cook them, put together the meals, maybe meal prep for the entire week and look at you go. That's amazing. And you're learning a new skill. How cool. And it's self-care because now you're fueling your body. The gratitude in this is I am grateful to be able to provide meals for myself. I am grateful to be able to fuel my body. Or like I said before, whatever else applies to you. And the next aspect is movement. So first, I want you to find movement that you actually enjoy. There are so many options out there now. There's aerial classes, dance classes, kickboxing, Zumba, yoga, Pilates, Orange Theory, CrossFit, F45, marathon training, spinning, hot girl walks. There are so many different types of movement. You can find one that you really enjoy and that you like and you can try some and decide you don't like it and try something else. Definitely give things a chance and just play around until you find what sticks. Next one is have a cute gym fit. Going back to the idea again of the look good, feel good. When I have a cute gym outfit picked out for the day, I feel freaking unstoppable 
no one's going to tell me a single thing and I'm going to have the best workout of my life and I'm going to look good while doing it. Doesn't have to be a matching set. This doesn't have to be a sports bra and leggings. This is whatever makes you feel comfortable and confident. So if that for you is an oversized t-shirt and biker shorts, then that's what it is. Whatever it is for you, as long as you look good and feel good, that's all that matters. My next one is determine if this time of movement is your alone time or is it your social hour for some people they want to work out completely alone they want their headphones in they don't want to be talked to they don't want to work out with friends and that's totally fine if you need to decompress from the day or decompress in the morning to start the day whenever you work out or whatever you need or if you're in yoga and you're just in your own little world even though it's a group class usually yoga is not very talkative um between people until like before class and after class yoga is pretty quiet if it's something like this where it is your time dedicated with yourself that's totally fine or is it on the other end where it is your social hour it's your time to meet up with friends and do a fitness class together it's your time to meet up with friends and try a new dance class if it's that aspect for you figure that out determine what you need more of in your life and then do that so if you don't want to work out alone find a group find a group class. Group classes are also super good for accountability. You can bring friends to them. So depending on what you need and what you want, find which route you're going to take and then stick with it or have a combination of a two. For instance, I go to CrossFit one time a week and that's perfect for me. It's one day of being in a group class where I feel like I'm being pushed a little bit more and that's just enough for me. The rest of the days, I tend to want to work out alone. Um, I would say once every couple weeks, I work out with my cousin. Um, sometimes we work out once a week together, which is perfect. Um, we know how to work out with each other really well in a way that we get stuff done and we have a time to talk. But we're really good at keeping the workout going and we can really match each other's energy. So it's perfect. So if you find someone like that where it's easy for you to work out with them when you're typically an independent workout person that's okay too. So whatever balance of the two that you need, just find that and it will make your experience more enjoyable. Next one is to simply be so proud. Be so proud of how your body can do and handle so much, especially on days that you're tired and don't want to go and have no motivation. Or if you're a woman listening to this and you're menstruating and you still show up, even though you absolutely, it's the last thing on your mind, and you still show up, applaud yourself for that and be so proud of it. Next is have an amazing playlist, no matter what you're doing, unless you're, you know, in a group class where you can't pick the music. But sometimes, especially in spin classes, I know spin instructors that do this, they'll have you vote on like a theme on their Instagram page. I think that's awesome to get people involved and get them excited as well. Um, so if you can be a part of something like that, that's amazing. And if you're working on your own, um, update your playlist if you haven't in a while find songs you really love that get you motivated and hyped up in the gym um, especially if you're the type that works out alone and like relies on music or if you run a lot specifically when I run I rely on music a lot or if I'm not when I'm walking but when I'm running next one if you're outside walking running biking hiking whatever it may be and you don't feel like listening to music um, try a new podcast or an audiobook. Um, I love walking and listening, listening to either a podcast or an audiobook. I feel like this is 
um, recurrent throughout the day. And I'll get to that in a minute. But I really like filling that time with things other than music because I feel like when I'm walking, um, it's very mindful time. So if I can be listening to a mind enriching podcast or this podcast, whatever, um, then I just feel like I accomplished two things during one task. Next one is pre-workout or water in a cute glass or bottle. So for me, I love mixing up my pink pre-workout in a cute little beer can glass with my straw. I love doing that. I feel like if you follow me anywhere, Instagram, TikTok, you know this. People buy me cups and glasses all the time and they'll give it to me with the intention of, I know you're going to put your protein shake in this, or I know you're going to put your pre-workout in this. That's why I got it for you. And I love that because it makes the experience so much more fun. So, and it doesn't have to be something super expensive, guys. I mean, Walmart has really cute glasses and stuff right now. And a cute water bottle, literally so cheap. You can find them anywhere. Next one is having a post-workout smoothie or meal that you look forward to and enjoy. For this, I think about that sound on TikTok that it's like it's like a reward and it really is. I will never have a disgusting chalky tasting protein shake. Will never be me. My protein shakes taste absolutely delicious. So I look forward to it after my workout and then I if I'm having dinner or breakfast whatever it is, it's also going to be delicious and I'm going to look forward to it and it's going to be so good. And I know that I'm fueling my body after my workout. So have something that you love to look forward to after the fact, whatever it is, a really good meal, a good smoothie or protein shake, whatever is your thing. Do that. Look forward to it. And my last one is simply to just enjoy the high of post-workout and the endorphins that you're going to get from it. Because even if you didn't feel like getting in a workout today, you did. And you're going to have that release of endorphins anyways. And you're going to feel amazing after the fact. And I just want to add that skipping a workout is not criminal. Some days you're really just not going to be feeling it and you're not going to work out. And that is totally okay. You can just do it again the next day. Romanticize it the next day. Today was just not that day. This was actually how I thought about this topic because I was thinking about the fitness funk that I've been in for a while and I just thought about how can I romanticize this experience to make me want to do it again every day. Like how can I make this more enjoyable for myself? And I just went back to the basics of romanticizing the mundane and making every little experience just that much more enjoyable. And the gratitude for movement is I am grateful for the ability to move my body. I am grateful exercise helps my mental well-being. And as some of you may know, the reason I got really into fitness was to help my mental health, which had really declined. So I will always express gratitude attitude to exercise and movement for helping my mental well-being and if you guys realize throughout this episode that romanticizing your days in the mundane is one big cycle that bleeds into each other which circles and you know is your entire day so like I had mentioned throughout this episode audiobooks podcasts are enriching and can be used throughout the day on walks during cooking and on your daily commute your movement can be what gets you out of bed in the morning and starts your day off right or it can be what you look forward to after work and seeing friends at a group class or having your alone time to decompress meal prepping gives you something to look forward to during your morning and lunch and at work 
and post-workout meal. I mentioned a few times the look good, feel good mentality. And if you look good and feel good throughout the different aspects of your day, this is just going to improve your overall day and romanticizing it. You romanticize each part of your day. You're also in a way showing gratitude for each aspect of your day, little, small, big, whatever it is. And this is just going to give you positive vibes all day. And you're going to radiate these this positive energy onto other people. You're also going to look forward to each part of your day and you're going to start appreciating the little things. And this is why it's so appreciate to romanticize the mundane and make the most of the mundane. And that is all I have for you guys today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. It was one of my, I keep feeling like I say, like this is one of my favorite topics I've talked about, but I just feel like I get more and more ideas the more I do this of topics I want to discuss and the more excited I get about each one. And I really enjoyed this topic. Um, It was something I learned to do during COVID, actually, when things just got very repetitive and I was like, how do we live like this? And my mom said, you have to make magic of the mundane. And I was like, what does that mean? So then I learned about romanticizing your days and just looking forward to these little pockets in your days that you can just fill with gratitude and just making the most of your current situation where you are right now. And yes, we can always be aspiring to be something better and building our higher self. But how can we also appreciate what we have right in this moment? And that is what I am leaving with you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and an amazing Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, always, if you share this with a friend or share this on your story, follow the podcast or give it five stars. It helps the show out a ton. Lets me know what you guys like, what you don't like. And yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to me today and I will talk to you next week. Bye guys.